Hi there, Brianne here. Welcome to season two of the People Engineer podcast. I am so just ecstatic and grateful to have been able to even just start this venture. Um, I believe I was, what, up to seven episodes in 2019. Um, And just, again, being able to stay consistent enough (laughs) to have done a first full season, um, get the foundations kind of just hashed out, Um, even embarking on my own kind of personal breakdown and having a different approach to it this time around, um, you know, really gave a lot of perspective. So here we are, January 2020, and I'm really excited to kind of jump in and for this episode, really just talk about kind of what's your life experience. Um, Again, because I have been on this, again, really deep dive of self-discovery, I feel like life in general is, again, us just learning and developing, again, of who we are, what we're doing. Um, You kind of see those quotes that say, you know, it's not about the destination, it's about, um, you know, the process or like where you're going or the kind of road traveled. And so in doing so, I really thought about like our experience through that, Um, you know, kind of re-listening to the whole existential crisis um, episode that I posted. And that was the last one. Um, What again, is I was going through so much and it was just a I want to say influx of emotions and trying to better understand what and where and how like life is or was happening to me, but also like my response to life. Right. So it's not that it was just happening to me, but like, how am I receiving it? And like, what does it mean spiritually, physically, um, emotionally? Like I was having all these responses and just kind of taking time to really feel it, acknowledge it, be aware Um, to put myself in that space to really say, like, is this really what I feel? Or why am I thinking the way that I am? Or, you know, what's really just going on in general? Uh, And so it was really interesting to kind of just take that mindset and that attitude of, this is okay, I'm learning. (laughs) This is okay, it's an experience, right? Um, You know, me having like a full-blown breakdown or feeling like I couldn't get my footing, um, you know, through work because I was just constantly behind, um, you know, was was really powerful because um, I didn't want to burn myself out. I didn't want to continue to keep pushing myself and uh, have this, you know, cycle, if you will, continue. And so I very much approached it from a growth mindset. And so again, I think the whole session today will be talking about kind of mindset. Um, again, overall, I know that January is kind of the new me, uh, or new year, new me focus, the whole like, we're going to do it this year, we're going to crush it. And granted, you know, feel free to do this throughout the year. It doesn't have to be January, it doesn't have to be New Year's. Um, I actually do these kind of deep dives quarterly. Um, I think I had mentioned it previously, Fernando and I, uh, as a relationship and life partners get together quarterly and just kind of do this evaluation of ourselves, of our lives, like whether or not we're on track with ourselves as well as our relationship. You know, do we feel like we're making progress? Do we feel like maybe we're regressing in some areas? And so again, just having this growth mindset, first and foremost, of identifying um, what your attitude is toward life. Um, you know, do you feel like you're giving yourself labels? Do you feel like others are giving you labels? Um, I did a whole podcast episode and I'm really looking forward to releasing in the future of kind of women in engineering, uh, being identified as a woman of color, you identifying as anything in particular, woman, um, uh, ethnicity, first generation, you name it, Um, kind of this, the sense of identity that we have within ourselves, as well as what we feel like society labels us or puts on us. Um, do we have these predetermined limitations? Again, whether it be our family or again, the experience of what we think we can and cannot do. Simply again, just having the mindset of, oh, there's no way I could ever own a Hummer. 
Um, or if someone says like, oh, my dream car is a Maserati and you're like, yeah, right. Like you'll never get that. <laughs> you know, like what is that belief system that you carry or that you um, maybe even subconsciously don't even think about, but it obviously drives how you live your life, how you experience others, how you respond to yourself and your own thoughts. Uh, because again, what you really believe is a driving force. I know I had kind of dived into values previously uh, on a first, second episode, as well as kind of the the belief system that you have that support those values because what is important to you then drives, you know, what you think is possible or not possible. Um, and you simply just even believing in yourself or believing in others, believing that, I mean, even that like, you know, Uber wasn't, wasn't a thing and you would have a belief that that was kind of just, um, deconstructed was, you know, people will never get in a car with strangers, um, you know, just because you put an app and make it available. And yet there it went, right? So um, even understanding that you can test or um, put to the test, you know, societal beliefs. Uh, funny enough, I tell a lot of the schools and kids that I go talk to of, you know, as long as you are sound and supportive of yourself, and you're not harming anyone else, like you should really be able to follow your passion in your heart and, um, you know, like just your dreams overall. So however crazy it is, even if your dream is just to go live in a treehouse in the middle of nowhere, um, you know, whether it be a conservatist or you just want to experience life in a treehouse. I mean, it's not for your family, for your friends, for your teachers to really understand. It's much more about like your experience in life and what you know is, again, your calling, your fulfillment. Um, and granted, maybe, again, you wanting to live in a treehouse is like your biggest goal and, you know, your bucket list item. And that's, you know, what success looks like to you. And it may change in a year or two. Or maybe you go out and live in a treehouse and it's not exactly what you thought it would be. So, again, just acknowledging that it's never like a permanent thing. Life is ever growing, ever changing. It's this, you know, beautiful experience rather than it's just like I'm a part in this movie. Like you are the movie, you get to direct it, to produce it, you know, to be the main star. But so many times I feel like we take a step back and feel like life is happening to us rather than us being intentional and taking advantage. Um, even more so, you know, when and where are you living? Is this something that you're, uh, because of what's happened in the past, maybe you failed, maybe um, you didn't get to finish your degree, maybe you know, just life handed you a shit sandwich and, and you just feel like you're still eating it. So, you know, is that something that you're living in the past? Um, again, for me, even this, this existential crisis has really pulled me out of my own, um, I want to say like just auto, autopilot, if you will, and really brought me into consciousness because there was so much that I was harboring and holding on to. Um, I was still very defensive. I was still, um, you know, anything and everything that someone had feedback or a criticism or um, an improvement mentioned to me, I took it as a personal attack. Like you were saying that me, Brianne, as a person, as a soulful being wasn't enough, that I wasn't worthy. Um, and again, it could have been my best friend, my mom, you know, someone I've learned, known for 15 years, um, or just a stranger on the street. And it had the exact same impact on me. So, you know, I was very much like living in the past and kind of this, you know, unfortunate victimhood of, I just needed to protect myself. And that was my survival mode of, just, you know, having the shell of a person uh, of trying to keep people away. But at the same time, like I needed and wanted love and acknowledgement and just to belong, you know, just simply belonging, not to even really fit in um, that sense of belonging, which again, I, I'm going to have a whole nother episode on later of just being able to 
know that you can fully, truly be yourself. Um, and that's enough. And that's welcomed. And that's celebrated is what people are looking for and wanting and what we're all looking for. We all want to know that we belong and that we matter and that people care, again, about us individually. And so that's not defined by your actions. It's not defined by your thoughts. Um, and so, again, whatever has happened in the past to really move forward, uh, but not too much forward, right? So we're not trying to live for next year, then live for the next 10 years or live for the next 20 years. Um, funny enough, Fernando and I both have very, um, I want to say, opposite philosophies and a lot of things which make us a really interesting partnership um, because we're very, uh, I, want, I don't want to say polarized, but again, for lack of a better term, polarized. We're on opposite sides of the spectrum, uh, but I feel like we're both in that moderate um, side of the spectrum. He just on one side and I'm on the other. So we can understand each other and we come from a place of uh, being able to understand, I guess, the other side, if you will. Um, so even that, like me living in the future, Fernando's very much um, you know, a planner and this is kind of the goal and this is what we're working towards. Um, whereas for me is I'm very much in the present of, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to have a chance to, you know, witness and celebrate and, you know, throw confetti and, you know, cheers to this current sunset, right? Like I'm never going to see the sunset again. Or what if it's not going to be 50 or 80 degrees tomorrow when it's going to be 20 degrees? Like I just have to soak it up like now. <laughs> so um, it's very interesting because finding that balance of, again, being spontaneous and taking control of the present and being conscious of where we are, but also planning for the future. So that way I'm not all in now. And then, you know, kind of starving myself later because I didn't plan accordingly. So it's one thing to, again, prepare yourself to have your ducks in a row to be organized, but you don't want to be anxious either of thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay the bills? Or, oh my gosh, you know, my mom is 50. How am I going to take care of her when she's 70? You know, so yes, have a plan. Yes. Like have those discussions and be ready. Um, but at the same time, like there's no real need to worry about a situation if it hasn't presented itself yet. You know, that's kind of where the term, you cross that bridge when you get there. Um, so again, having those conversations, being aware, um, you know, be very cognizant of it, but make sure that you're not also like living in the future and you have this constant uh, anxiousness. Um, so again, even just again, when and where are you living on the time spectrum, make sure you don't get stuck in the past make sure you're not living in the future and really be present with what currently is, um, right? So if you're working through something because you've had past experiences, you acknowledge maybe you're defensive or maybe you're really afraid or you're very hesitant to trust people, that's okay. Uh, but acknowledging that that's not who you are, right? You're not an untrusting person. You are not a defensive person. That is not a label you have to own or identify with. You can say, I have been defensive in the past, right? Or yesterday I was pretty defensive. Today I'm going to be better. Today I'm going to allow people to love me and I, I'm going to accept love and grace from others. So um, again, just really acknowledging where that timeline is. And I would you know, challenge anyone who's listening to this is really take a self-assessment is that something that you're taking time to even reflect on? Are you being patient with yourself? Where are you currently living on that time spectrum? Um, and then even more so, the next kind of step would be then what is your attitude? Is it an optimist or a pessimist? Do you find yourself complaining a lot? Do you find um, that you give people the benefit of the doubt? Or maybe you just always think people are ugly and evil and mean and rude and they're just out to get you. <laughs> um, and I laugh because as silly as that sounds, um, we don't, I think, automatically assume that or um, sometimes we do, I guess. But it's not something that is readily in our face until you really slow down and think, you know, man, how many times did I complain today? 
or um, even when you're meeting with your friends, like, are you gossiping nonstop? Is it something that you just can't help yourself, but talk about others? Um, is it something that you're doing a lot of self-development? Are you looking into yourself of what maybe you could have done better um, versus, you know, oh, my boss is an idiot. They just like don't understand. Well, maybe they don't. And again, maybe that's the time to really be an uh, optimist and say like, you know, they were really wanting to help or they just really didn't understand. So what can I do better? Um, simply just taking control of what you can is another, you know, just I want to say benefit, a <laughs> personal um, skill set that you need to be successful, um, you know, personally, professionally, whatever, because being able to really can take control of what's in your control, you know, overcomes so much of the assumptions or the misunderstandings or miscommunication. If you just say like, hey, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Um, so for example, funny enough, Fernando and I had this real deep dive, um, and it just so happens on new year's that we end up either doing some type of like reflection activity, um, or he and I were actually working on our kind of bullet journals for this year. We've always done planners in the past. And this year I was like, the structure doesn't work so well for me. And then he kind of laughed and said, well, actually I was wanting to like set up a bullet journal and he actually set himself up very structured and mine's a lot more free flowing, (laughs) but, uh, just to kind of have that focus. And we, you know, talked about our goals and we talked about, you know, our relationship and what our future marriage looks like. And it kind of started this, um, I want to say safe space, if you will, that I, I call him previously um, to really just kind of hash out what we felt. And that was something that we both acknowledged. And I said, hey, you know, I feel like whenever I try to tell you these type of things or bring it to your attention, I find that you're very defensive. Um, again, I'm, I'm coming from a place of love. As the same way that you've told me, like, I'm your partner, I want what's best for you. I'm not here to attack you. I'm not here to like, see you fail. Like, I want you to be successful. Um, You know, this type of topic or these type of things like really make me feel like we're not on the same page, or we're not, we can't really communicate. And, you know, conversely, he said the exact same thing for me. Yeah, I feel like anytime there's a misunderstanding, or things aren't, you know, necessarily going your way, or the way you played it out in your mind, you take it you know, very personally, again, like I'm personally attacking you. Um, and he even, you know, gave a metaphor that just really made sense to me. And the fact that we could slow down and really just hear each other out. And it wasn't a specific instant at the time. It was like, hey, I've noticed a pattern. Then we were able to go back and say, like, remember that instant when you got upset or you made me feel uncomfortable or, um, you know, I got frustrated and you weren't really happy with how I responded this is what was happening, or this is what I was thinking, this is what I was feeling. Um, And we kind of walked through it, again, as a almost reflective activity to say, oh, wow, that makes so much more sense now. Like, I wouldn't have considered that. Or I saw that you were doing this, and that's why I took a step back um, to even almost for us to both appreciate kind of how we're growing and serving each other and saying, I noticed that you were not having it, or I noticed you weren't into that conversation at that time. So I pulled away and I tried to you know, revive it, or uh, I wanted to respond in a different way this this time because I wanted you to know or feel a certain way. Uh, so again, just being able to really identify that and work through it was was really powerful. Uh, but again, it, it's all about that attitude, right? Like, are you optimistic? Do you feel um, like you're being positive, or do you feel like you're just constantly negative? Because that's going to um, really affect again your experience in life, what you're doing, how you're doing it, and how you're just essentially living and existing in the world. Um, To the next part then of, again, even just abundance versus scarcity, right? When I was saying, do you feel like you catch yourself talking about people, gossiping? Are you jealous, competitive, envious? Um, Granted, I'm a very competitive person, but even throughout this last year of acknowledging um, 
it's a part of, I guess, who I value. I really enjoy like being a top dog. I enjoy being better than others. Um, and it's not even, again, that it's something that I have to work on. And I use those words because I am feel, I do feel like I'm borderline positive and negative. There's something positive about being competitive with myself to like be better. But then there it is that negative side side where, again, I feel like the societal belief is I have to be higher. I have to be elevated. My, um, you know, value has to be externally validated by, um, you know, me being better than others, right? So rather than me just knowing and accepting that I am who I am differently, whether I'm better or good or the best, um, is learning to do my best. So then again, even just acknowledging and being totally honest and transparent here, um, that that is something that's a, a dichotomy of, you know, that being competitive is beneficial, but is it, is it coming from a place of abundance or scarcity? Because if I say I'm doing my best, you know, I ran the fastest I could, I um, gave the best presentation, I considered all, you know, perceptions and, and um, departments in the proposal I gave, um, rather than thinking like, oh, I need to get this funding so nobody else can because there's no more funding, right? Like that. there's only a, a, a certain amount and like I have to get that before anyone else. Um, and it's really interesting because you find yourself either hating on others or, you know, just you come, you it starts closing in your walls if you're coming from a place of scarcity and you're having to kind of fight for the resources rather than acknowledging or thinking, you know, the universe will provide or God will make it so or, you know, acknowledging and granted, I'm not saying, you know, make a wish on a star and say like, oh, I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow without buying a lottery ticket. Um, but just acknowledging that they're just like in that mindset of abundance versus scarcity really changes, again, how you move about the world and how other people experience you. Um, and that was a huge, uh, rude awakening, I guess, for me of simply acknowledging that as I was, you know, very jealous and afraid and um, defensive because I just felt like, you know, I had to be competitive or I had to prove my worth rather than really accept and welcome um, anything and everything that was coming my way, you know, granted, I choose whether or not it can affect me in a positive or negative light. Um, but simply, again, just acknowledging that those two spectrums of abundance and scarcity really change, again, your walk through life, as well as, again, that um, experience, how other people experience you. Um, and then even that, like, who are you? You know, are, are you that type of person? Uh, because maybe you are just a, a person of scarcity. And, and granted, I don't feel like that's ever defined because we talked about growth mindset earlier. And that's the whole purpose of whatever you are today or what you have been in the past does not have to dictate or does not have to be true for the rest of your life. It doesn't even have to be true for tomorrow. It, and not even tomorrow. It doesn't have to be true in the next five minutes. So like I said, I, I acknowledge I have been a defensive person. Um, I understand it. I'm, you know, really doing the work to understand like my habits of why that happens and the feelings and emotions and thoughts that happen when I get to that place. So stopping myself before I kind of have this defensive response or catching myself and, oh, that's that feeling I get when I feel like I'm not being validated or I'm not being respected. So rather than come off and, you know, bull in China um, response or, you know, fight or flight mode. I'm really going to just sit with it and I'm going to slow down and I'm going to listen. So, you know, who are you as a person, as an individual, even that like further, like, who do you want to be? What is it that you are striving for? Um, so for my life goals, for like my core values um, that I want to be known for, that I want to know and believe and wholeheartedly be 
in myself. Um, I've narrowed it down to three words. Um, if you know me at this point, you know I'm obsessed with alliterations. Um, so the words that came to mind, and it, it, it's just been a, a process. I can't even say it happened um, you know, on the spot. It's, it's been quite a while. Uh, but the three words are bold, brave, and benevolence. So I, I want to, again, just embody bold, brave, benevolence. Um, you know, I want to be a giving, serving um, being in this world. I want to be bold. I want to, you know, be brash, but but kind of a force of nature, if you will. Um, and I really want to be brave. Like I want to have the courage to wholeheartedly be myself, be who I am, um, take risks, do it all kind of thing. Um, and not even again, like being fearless but doing it despite fear, right? Having the courage, being brave to just take it on anyway. Um, and so it's really interesting because again, I have that in my bullet journal, which is why I was able to re readily read it off. Um, so just reminding myself of that. Um, so even that, like, who are you? Um, you know, if you had to pick three words to describe you, what would those be? Uh, but enough, I asked this on Instagram and got a lot of responses that meant a lot to me. And one that kept came, coming up was brave and bold. Um, another was, you know, confident, um, which, you know, brought me to tears. Another um, was, you know, just um, was a, it was a really good word. I can't even remember now. But anyways, um, I got a lot of really good positive responses um, that really just made me um, think about, again, how other people are experienced. What are their perceptions of how I'm moving about the world and how are they receiving me, whether it's going to be in my posts or in conversations or now even through this podcast. Um, so again, I, I would just like to say I'm, I'm very much kind of like a doer. Um, if, there, if you had to write out, again, those three words, what would they be? Um, one, again, what are your three words that you would, I want to say, focus on or that you would drive to? Um, and I would say, again, these are more like adjectives, right? What would describe you? Um, maybe even ask those around you. I'd say maybe ask anywhere from like five to 10 people that know you best, um, your best friend, um, that spend a lot of time with you, maybe your boss, your coworkers, um, you know, family, friends, parents, even, you know, and ask them like, if you had to describe me in three words, what would it be? And see what those responses are. See whether or not you are, um, I want to say surprised by them. If they're kind of like, oh yeah, of course, absolutely. That's me. Um, and then to see if that matches the three words that you want to be, again, the, the person that you would love to leave this world um, embodying uh, something, even a next step again of like kind of just who you are, as I had acknowledged that I had really been trying to kind of converge myself into, again, those societal norms, which I felt was like this imaginary box. Um, and it's always, you know, think outside the box or be different, like be unique, be yourself. But I, it was very hard for me to even identify that because I was trying so hard to get on a schedule and be routine. Um, you know, I even have this question, like, do you like structure? Do you need structure? For me, as I was mentioning earlier, like I'm such a free spirit and I'm so much in the moment um, that it's, I have to have some type of structure or else I'll be all over the place. <laughs> you know what I mean, like knowing that 11 o'clock is lunchtime helps me because rather than just work until five, like, oh, it's 11 o'clock, like ding, 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 like stop slow down, you know, figure out when you're going to eat in the next two hours. Uh, because if not, like, that's just me. I'm in the moment. I'm go, go, go. Uh, as I say that it's five o'clock, right. And <laughs> it's already about to be dinner time, but that's the kind of stuff, um, to even just think about, um, are you structured? Do you need a routine? Like, do you need to even schedule in like time to be spontaneous or time to read a book or time to sit down? Right. Because sometimes you'll just go, um, you know, nonstop. So, um, again, whatever it is, there's so many different ways to experience, to like 
be in the world, just to simply exist. There's no right or wrong way, answer. Um, you know, granted, I highly encourage you to consider ethics and morals, right? Like you can't just uh, go doing your own thing because there will, uh, you know, at times, I, I want to say like have consequences on those around you. But, you know, if or when you're conscious and you're not hurting anyone, you're not bothering anyone else. Um, and, you know, you're just being safe and mindful, like really just be be thoughtful of, of, again, what you want your life experience to be, um, you know, or even that, are you adding on non-existent pressure? Um, but even if I, I was mentioning that I just was converging and I say that because it was, again, one, I guess, a very visual term for me for all the dang convergence and divergence charts I wrote in, or drew in physics and um, calculus and you name it. But I was kind of like, coming in, right? Like that's the whole convergence of, of meeting in the middle um, from different directions of moving towards something because I felt, again, these are the top habits of successful people and read this many books and you have to have a, a schedule and a calendar and, you know, you have to have this routine, which again is all great, but it didn't necessarily work 150% for me. So there are things that do work for me. Again, just having a, you know, rough calendar, having again, these reminders of cadences, um, having a morning routine is very helpful for me, but I, I am a free spirit. I am spontaneous and adventurous. Um, and it's, you know, something I love and I'm excited about and, uh, seeing my new therapist for the, I want to say the first, second time, um, she actually gave me a compliment, which, and I, I guess I'm just in a very emotional phase this year, <laughs> which is totally fine. Um, was it, you know, brought me to tears because she had said like, you know, there was such strength in you, you know, simply being open and so self in tune, like you were so self aware of your feelings and when and where that came from, like, you know, you're so insightful, um, you know, and you being that again, it kind of in tune with yourself. Um, she just said, well, thank you for sharing that, you know, like with me, I'm, you know, I'm a stranger, essentially, we're just now getting started in these sessions, um, in your free spirit, right? Like just your, op your willingness to be open is what she said. Um, additionally, that really just struck a chord because I've constantly worn my heart on my sleeve. I'm like, you know, TMI, I overshare. I say like, you know, you made me feel like this, or when you mentioned that, this is what ma it made me think. Um, and a lot of people usually don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I guess we're not in this you know, amazing uh, utopia of people being vulnerable and emotional all the time or really, you know, communicating um, every thought or feeling or emotion. And granted, again, I don't do all of it, um, but I, you know, I do communicate, hey, like, I don't know if you realize, but you saying this had this effect on me. I don't know if you realize, but like, this is what I'm trying to achieve. Like, why is this so hard? Um, I don't mind being confrontational if I think that it's being, you know, productive. And a lot of times, again, it's gotten me, I don't want to say in trouble, but like, it's really broken my heart or hurt my feelings because people respond very negatively to that. Or people say like, you know, keep it together. You can't be emotional or especially again, being an engineer of, you know, why did you have such an emotional response? Or whereas a guy would have been passionate, you know, so whatever that looks like is I was finally um, given a positive response to me simply being who I am um, and acknowledging that I am a free spirit, that I am, I do wear my heart on my sleeves. Um, and again, that that shows my strength, my vulnerability, because it's not that I, um, I guess I, that I've moved past that defensiveness, right? That I've acknowledged it and I, I acknowledge that that's not who I want to be anymore. Um, so that was really cool. And again, just something to think about, right? Who are you? What is it that you want to be that you're striving for? Um, or even those old habits or things that you no longer want to carry with you, 
you no longer want to be known for or um, experience again through life. Um, and then last but not least is just simply intention, right? Is life happening to you or are you happening to life, right? Um, are you living intentionally or are you just experiencing what's happening around you? You know, is you don't want to just exist, you want to truly be. Um, and it's just so beautiful because I think, again, so many times we just get so busy, quote unquote, you know, with things and stuff. And it's just this arbitrary, you know, when you sit at the end of the day and say, what did I really do today? Like, you know, where did the day go? Um, whether it be on the weekend or even during the week. And we just feel like, man, the week flew by. Um, you know, I never want to think that I couldn't stop to reflect or remember or, you know, laugh about something that had happened silly or just, you know, really cry and be moved by something, um, you know, as simple as I don't even know what, right? Like just helping a stranger or um, offering an act of kindness, something that simple, you know, can have a really big effect on anyone, everyone around you. Um, I found myself in a rush all the time. Um, and funny enough, even today I had a meeting around lunchtime and uh, probably about like 9, 9.30, I was like, okay, I have a meeting at 10, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> have a meeting at 10 and then I have a lunch meeting at 11.30. So I know it's going to take me at least 30 minutes to drive um, and funny enough, I had planned 30 minutes and it was only a 15 minute drive, so that was perfect. Um, and my meeting at 10, so it's going to be like back to back, right? Close. So let me go ahead and just like slowly start getting ready now, you know, just kind of thinking about my day. I had already, you know, gotten up. I had to done my morning routine. Um, but I just hadn't gotten like dress dress, quote unquote. I had, you know, kind of just a t-shirt and shorts. I was like, let me go ahead and get like get the process going, right? I can usually get ready in 15 minutes, no big deal. Um, if I have to like put makeup on, obviously 2025. 20, but um that was something it just starting sooner gave me such so much more peace. Um, you know, it was just slowing down, not being in a rush, like giving myself enough time. So even if I was ready sooner, which I was, it was really great because then I was just like, okay, this is done. You know, I can have an extra glass of water. I can, I can prepare for my meeting. Um, so it just kind of left so much more room for me to transition from Brianne, the person having my breakfast and brushing my teeth and praying and, you know, just, um, reminding myself of my values and who I want to be my experience in life to then shifting into, you know, work Brianne. And like who I'm serving and what my purpose is and what my main focus for the day was um, to then shift to meetings, right? Like my customer then who I was meeting with needed to be heard and seen and understood and uh, giving myself, again, just that mental space and time to transition. Uh, we all wear so many different hats, especially those who, you know, for me, I'm just, I want to say just, but, you know, I'm just a daughter. I'm just a fiance. Um, on top of being Brianne, right? So maybe those are the three hats I wear, um, as well as being a sister, right? But on any given day, like I have to kind of switch between those um, on top of, you know, some people are parents, some people are, you know, uh, caregivers, some people are, you know, um, chauffeurs, I mean, you name it, like so many people are so many different things. And then on top of having a side hustle on top of, you know, what you're focused on, or what you're trying to do or achieve, again, whatever avenue it is. Um, so kind of, I would say, just challenge yourself and really assess like, how many hats are you wearing? Um, you know, who are you serving in whatever realm, and even switch it back to like, how are you serving yourself? Um, that was something I noticed that I wasn't giving myself enough time, grace, kindness, love to just really say like, you know what, I'm not going to do anything today. And that's okay. I'm gonna, you know, just sit in my pajamas and 
drink hot chocolate or have a hot glass of tea and like color. And like, that's what I need. Right. So um, really acknowledging and witnessing, um, taking time to reflect is again, your experience through the world, as well as how the world is experiencing you makes such a huge difference. Um, And again, just to bring it all in of, you know, one, reminding yourself to be present. Are you in the moment? Are you acknowledging what's happening, what you're feeling, um, what's happening in the world around you, um, as well as is the world having an impact on you? Um, one quote that I heard that just really stuck out to me was um, that I am a spiritual being witnessing or experiencing or having a physical experience. That's what it is. Sorry, messed up that quote. Um, but the quote is, I'm a spiritual be- being, I'm a spiritual being having a physical experience. And that was something that was just so profound for me because, um, you know, I've talked about having anxiety. I've talked about like having ADHD. I've talked about, you know, having a bad memory. Um, And again, all these things that I say, I'm labeling myself. I'm saying, this is who I am. This is what I am. Um, Rather than saying like, oh, these are things that I've experienced in the past. Um, You know, even just me simply changing my words and saying, it's not that I have a bad memory. Um, I find it difficult to remember things, right? Or um, even now saying like, I'm going to remember this. It's going to be great. Uh, Almost like this manifestation thing of um, really just speaking, I want to say speaking into existence, but also like giving myself that space of saying, you know, I have had a bad memory or acknowledging even now, taking a step further. The reason it was so hard for me to remember things is because I didn't have the mental space or capacity. I was just thinking so much. And, you know, I was being so judgmental and I had so many feelings and emotions and just thoughts and things just, you know, rambling on in my head. I, I didn't have the space, the time to just again, be to slow down. Once you give, you start spreading that out. Um, or again, you know, brain dumping again with this bullet journal, I just write down things that I'm thinking. So then it's out of my head. I'm not thinking like, Oh, I have to hold on to this or, Oh, I have to remember this later. Can't forget to do that. Um, I throw it on a piece of paper and it's there. I can always refer to it later. Um, another thing I get even just simply with this bullet journal is I used to just take notes galore and then I would be so anxious later because I couldn't find the dang piece of paper I wrote it on. And I was like, I knew it was a little square, a little rectangle. It was here. I saw it on the corner of the desk, blah, blah, like where to go. And so I just, again, I'm, I'm not <laughs> really taking control of what I can. And simply, again, just being intentional with that, right? Having that mindset, again, like we mentioned um, earlier, and I just wanted to kind of define mindset. And it's simply in decision the- uh, theory and general systems theory, a mindset is a set of assumptions methods or notations held by one or more people um, or a group of people. So a mindset can be seen as arising out of a person's world or philosophy of life. And that was just straight up from Wikipedia, right? I mean, pulled it up and it was like, hmm, if, I, if or when, you know, we talk about minds, like what does that even mean? Um, and so it's really interesting to kind of just dive in, um, really do that kind of self-assessment and give yourself that time, that grace, that understanding uh, that you are not every fleeting thought. If you have a thought, that's okay. Um, if you are being judgmental or you are thinking bad things about a person, like just let it go. You don't always have to voice it. You don't always have to say it. Um, not every thought is what you truly feel. Um, again, maybe it is something that you do feel and like really explore that within yourself. So um, I'm really excited again to kind of get back on this um, journey to be, you know, recording again this podcast. And I really just thought again about starting the new year, something that I've been working on and towards recently that um, I feel again, just being mindful and aware of it has made such a huge difference in simply my experience in life. Um, Again, how I'm showing up for others 
and then how I'm experiencing the world around me. So I hope this was helpful per usual. Um, please hit me up in the DMs on Instagram, Brianne C. Martin, um, as well as feel free to rate this um, if you like it. Let me know how you like the first season, if there's any topics or conversation pieces um, coming up for season two for the People Engineer podcast. Um, I'm really looking forward to starting to welcome people that I'll be interviewing or even just having conversations and dialogue with as well, um, bringing you guys into, again, this conversation within my network, things that we're talking about, growing together, pushing each other, challenging each other to the next step. So as always, love you so much. Um, thank you for your time and uh, hope you all have a wonderful rest of the week. Catch you later. Bye-bye.